a quarter of an hour until midnight. Time for us to go to the Black Chapel. Each Friday evening, we come to this remote spot, a place of mystery and terror, where a gaunt-footed figure appears and sits at the keyboard of the ruined old organ, mumbling and gibbering his fantastic tales as his talon hands grip the crack. Turn it into his coffin. 
When they saw the bed folded over him, they would know. And when they started to dig in his two graveyard lots, they would find everything in readiness. For he had just laid a few thin boards over the open grave and covered them with dirt. But Silas didn't die. No, not yet. All these years, old Lou Higgins had hated Silas, hated him beyond reason. And all because Silas had gotten a job at the graveyard and the cemetery people had told Lou that he should have the job if Silas ever wanted to quit. Lou decided finally that there was only one way to make Silas give up that job. Silas would have to die. And Lou would see to it that he did. Snooping continually in the graveyard, old Lou found out that Silas owned two lots and had already dug his own grave. Yes, and it was covered with only a few thin boards and a little dirt. Ah, he had an idea. Yes, Lou had an idea. He smiled as he thought about it. Silas was lonely. So he made friends with the wind that blew in the graveyard. That's why it mourned for him the night he died. Yes, the wind was his friend. And he told his friend about his coffin and his grave. But Silas' figure was getting very old. He was slow in his work. And it was long after dark. He was still lifting spade after spade of dirt from a pauper's grave. Hard work. Yes, very hard. And his old bones ached. His skinny legs shivered in the cold and his teeth clicked as he asked his friend the wind about the darkness. Finally, he was through. And he slowly started home when he decided he would walk by his own grave. In the darkness, his friend the wind, in a playful mood, blew just a speck of dirt in his already watery eyes. He blinked and began to chide the wind for its pain. Then he heard old Lou's voice. Silas, come over here. Help me. Help me. Silas was startled at that voice. What was Lou doing here in the graveyard? What could be the matter with him? Silas started toward that voice. And before he knew it, he walked out onto his own grave... The thin board gave way with a shriek. Down he passed. When the cemetery people found him, he was quite dead. And his right hand was stretched out above his head, reaching, reaching for something. And there was a horrible look of determination upon his face, so horrible that the graveyard people turned away. Standing there with them was old Lou Higgins. Oh, yes, the job was his now. And the first thing he had to do was to bury old Silas Digger. When he tried to put Silas into a little cheap pine coffin, he wouldn't fit. His outstretched hand made him too long. So Lou decided to bury Silas by standing him up in a corner of his grave and covering him with dirt. When old Lou was finished, Silas's fingers were just under the top layer of dirt on the grave. 
That night, about two hours after sundown, the wind began to blow. One little whirlpool of wind seemed more fierce than the rest, and it hovered a long while over a certain section of the graveyard. But no one knew that it was cleaning away the dirt from Silas Digger's body. No. No one knew but the wind. Silas Digger. He found his voice as Silas fell across him. 
He screamed into the blackness. He screamed again and again as the dead body rolled across him. And then there was only the wind that died a deep, long sigh, though it was a final breath released after a job was done. For as the wind rushed out of the room, the head and the foot of the bed slipped quietly together, leaving Silas Digger safe in his mahogany coffin. Safe. With company, too. Yes. With company. Friday evening at a quarter of an hour before midnight, we come to this remote place, the Black Chapel, and listen to the hooded figure who sits at the keyboard of the ruined old organ, gibbering his fantastic tales as his talon hands grasp the cracked keys. Listen next Friday evening for the sinister tale of the strange bequest. This is the Columbia Broadcast. 